0: my name is adam johnson i'm direct grace mcgill and i'm out of west st paul minnesota which is south of st paul if you look on a map and uh what Fitz asked me to share my story today, you know, I, you start, you start kind of revisiting your past. You start kind of walking through it and uh, everything kind of started for me and the Alliance really before it started with the Alliance. It was back in, uh, 2010, 2011, I went through a terrible, nasty, brutal divorce and some people can relate and some can't. Um, but essentially, um, you know, it was a devastating experience for me. I had three children and, uh, with my ex-wife, and had a full-time job. Uh, it was a good job. I'd worked my way up the corporate ladder. I uh, was in the food service industry for 20 years, and you know it was all right. I was making 60 grand a year, but when I went through that situation, uh, I'm telling you, it was it was lawyers' fees. It was that I racked up on credit cards. It was child support. It was assuming half our debt, and all of a sudden, at 60 grand a year, I was broke. And I mean broke. It's like Uncle Sam take the taxes. I'd pay the ex what she's owed. I'd have all these credit card bills. And I was just barely putting gas in my tank. And um, I had a, you know, upper middle management type position and, and, and led teams of people and felt um, like, man, this is unreal. And so I realized I had to do something more than just the, the J-O-B, that just over broke. Um, the situation was I was actually, I had to move back in with my parents. So I was living in their basement. And if ever, if um, if anyone's ever gone through this, it was hard for me. You know, I bought my first house when I was 20. And at age 29, I'm living in my parents' basement. And it wasn't even like I got my old room back. I had to give my bedroom to my three boys for my parenting time with them. So I had three beds. It was a bunk bed and a single crammed into what I used to have as my own bedroom. And uh, And I slept on a futon out in the living room in the basement there. And I hated it. And it wasn't that... Um, it's funny, my kids have good memories now when we talk about it, they enjoyed the time with, with my parents, their grandparents, but for me, it was not a good time. I felt like I was failing my family. Uh, I felt that I was showing my boys defeat and failure and I wasn't showing them how, how, uh, as a father and a man uh, to stand on my own two feet and to, and raise my children. I was dependent on my parents, um, when I should have been independent of them. And that's how I felt. So, um, that's how I, how I felt about myself and looked at myself. And, um, so I knew I had to do something more and I just, I just started reaching out and looking for things. And, you know, first thing that I got into my sister was selling cookware, you know, it's one of those parties you set up parties in people's homes and you go sell cookware and I was a chef and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll meet a bunch of women this way. Right. And so I, went and I was going to sell knives and pans and cookware and it wasn't a bad gig. You'd set up for an hour and make a couple hundred bucks, but it wasn't the amount of income I needed. I, I knew uh, my car was probably going to break down at some point. I didn't have money to fix it have money to replace it and so that was kind of my i couldn't even dream big enough uh to dream about owning my own home or having an apartment i couldn't even dream that big i was just dreaming about a car payment i mean that's where i started and so um the cookware thing just wasn't panning out some friends of mine were in one of those one of those things right those those pyramid deals it was a network marketing company and so i jumped on board with them and they were fired up and excited and these are buddies of mine i grew up with uh from high school middle school And I got into that and I learned a ton from this organization. I learned that I needed to be developing my mind and growing as a person to read, to listen to audios, to attend meetings, associate with people that were where I wanted to be, right? Um, The only trick is I didn't make any money. (laughs) I was shelling out money left and right. I was like going to networking meetings and getting business cards and calling people and trying to book appointments and selling vitamins. It was it was just it was kind of stupid it, I, I was trying to sell something to people that they didn't want didn't need weren't interested in and then i was trying to sell them a dream that i didn't have i mean i was broke living in the basement and i'm telling them how rich we're all going to be and uh, but i couldn't i mean honestly i was making not even 20 bucks profit it was it was just shelling out money to to buy product to try and turn around and sell it so so after friends and family where do you turn you turn to to uh like uh craigslist right so i'm looking on craigslist and i'm finding that okay I need something to generate some income for a car payment. And I, I, ke- I kept gravitating towards sales jobs and I didn't have any sales experience. Um, I had food service experience. Um, I guess I got a little bit in the vitamin gig, but uh, not a ton, right? So I was gravitating towards sales because a lot of them would allow me to work my schedule. Uh, so for a second job, I needed to generate a lot of income from it for, for the hours I'm putting in, but I also wanted to be able to take nights off to go to my son's football games. And I, I didn't want some boss to tell me um, that during my parenting time, I had to work because my time with my kids was so limited. Um, so I was looking through different things and um, I stumbled upon an ad that Grace McGill from Dallas, Texas posted. And, and you got to realize when I spoke to Grace, I was super apprehensive. It seemed like another one of those things. And I already talked to somebody about insurance. And when I talked to them, um, they were telling me about all the money the, the guys at the top were making. And I was still in this network marketing company. I said, the guys in the thing I'm in make a bunch of money too. I'm making nothing. I don't really care what the guys at the top are making because I didn't believe I could have it for myself, right? And one thing Grace said, she said, well, did you ask that guy how much money he made? (laughs) I said, no. I mean, I was always raised not to really talk about what you're making or earning or to ask others. And she said, well, I've made $100,000 a year from day one, from year one, and I've never made less. And I can show you how to do the same. And that caught my attention. I said, okay, this is somebody I can follow. So this gal that I never met in person over the phone convinced me to invest in getting a life insurance license. I'm getting it online. Uh, My friends in the network marketing company thought I was crazy. Um, You know, you you get the worriers, you get people worried for you and they're concerned. You know, my dad said, you know, you know, how much are the leads? You know, we found out leads cost money and I didn't like the idea. My my family didn't like the idea, Um, but I knew. I needed to do something right. And the payoff was going to be big. It's like, okay, maybe I spend 30 bucks on a lead, but it's a $500 payout. So I'll never forget. My dad said to me, I'm really concerned because I've seen a lot of people hurt in the insurance industry. And um, I looked at him and said, I'm living in your basement. (laughs) Like, What do I have to lose? I need to do something. And one thing I gathered from the, from the conference calls that we're on, um, from, from Grace. And Grace introduced me to Fitz very early in the relationship. I was very impressed that the CEO of the company would actually speak to me and wasn't some far off distant person. And I just realized these are good people. And I kept getting that impression that these were good people. And so Grace taught me after I got my license how to make dials. And, I, and then she set me up with some leads. And I'm calling these leads and I was, I'm, I'll never forget. I shut myself in my kid's bedroom and I'm sitting on their bed making dials. And really, it's because it was the only place that I had privacy in the house. And um, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm dialing them. And people are just beating me up on the phone. Just, I mean, it was hard, you guys. I sucked at making dials. I was brand new. And I just do what I can. And Grace said, call me every third person you talk to. So after every third contact, I call Grace. And she would coach me on what to say next time. And then I get off the phone. I just keep trying. And I remember that first dial session probably was like two, two and a half hours. And I felt like I was just struggling through it. And I managed to book one appointment and, uh, but I, you guys, I'm not going to say cheers are running down my cheek, but they were definitely welled up in the eyes. I think I didn't get the, the runoff, but I, I was, I felt hurt. I felt beat up. I felt like, man, I'm failing. And, but I just, I said, I had to do this. And it, it started off dialing in the bedroom because I had to, um, and it kind of more turned into, I'm looking around the bedroom as my motivation. Like I do not want my kids crammed in this room anymore. I did not want them in here. I need to do better for them. And, and so I just kept trying. So I, I booked one appointment. Grace told me I'd, I'd close 50% of the appointments I sat on. Um, so the first appointment was the crazy cat lady. It didn't, I didn't sell her. <laughs> I didn't close her. I tried really hard. Didn't get the sale. Uh, second appointment I ended up booking um, while I was at work. I snuck out of work. And just, it was one of those deals you, you, you find 15 minutes in the day to make some dials. And I'm making the dials, and I booked one appointment. And I went there directly from my job. And Spanish family, lovely family. Husband can't speak very well, but the wife could translate. I could flip the ATM and go page by page and let her translate. And uh, they agreed to purchase two apps with like disability, return a premium. I mean, they were, we were, they picked the, the the ultra package that I that I showed them. They picked option one, right? With everything on it. And um, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm writing in a blue pen, which I found out later is not a good idea. I'm having them fill out their applications. I, I'm screwing everything up, you guys. And stuff wasn't done right. And I remember leaving and I did the math. And my advance on uh, my entry level commission with the advance was like $1,300. Now you got to realize I'm trying to make a car payment and I just got myself a house payment. It was my second appointment I ever did. And I remember just being like, woo, right? I'm calling, I'm texting all my friends. You've got to get in this thing, right? But I'd lost so much credibility with my friends. They were they were doing this and they didn't really believe it, but I was fired up. And then um, and then I made a mistake. I stopped. I stopped my activity because I, I did trust Grace, but I still didn't trust. I mean, I was just untrusting and I hadn't met anybody yet. And I was waiting for my training fees to come out or some kind of a tax or some kind of a some kind of uh, uh, something where they're going to cheat me. I was looking for somebody to cheat me. When that, when that check finally hit my bank account, it was on, right? So after that, I just kept doing what we were doing. And um, I learned to get more dials in. That first dial session was 40 dials and I felt like it was 400. Um, and, I, and I sucked and I still just kept sucking for a while. Um, but I kept going back to that bedroom because it was just that motivation for me. And um, as time went on, that motivation kind of changed as I grew, right? So it started being like, um, I need a car payment. Well, then I went and bought a car. <laughs> I bought a new car that was more fuel efficient, uh, wasn't going to break down on me. And, and uh, I had that up until a couple of years ago, actually. And, um, and then I just started growing as a person. I kept coming to the hotspot meetings and you'd look around the room and everybody wrote something that week. That was the big thing for me. I saw other people doing it, so I knew I could do it. And until I had belief in myself, I just had belief in the system and knew I was going to get better. And as a part-timer, there were some weeks, you guys, I really struggled. But if I could just pay my lead bill, that was a win. <laughs> and some weeks, that's what it was. I was paying for an education sometimes. And maybe you don't want to hear that, but some weeks I was just breaking even. Other weeks, it's like I'm up two grand. And after that first year, I made 24000 um, And that was in nine months of production. And to me, that was huge. If you average that out, that's an extra two grand a month. Right? And I was just trying to get a car payment. And I started realizing this is legit. And um, I got an accountant, set up a corporation so nobody could ever take this from me. Right? So I could protect myself and my assets. And I just kept reading and listening to audios constantly. I was driving to work, listening to audios. My kids were listening to audios. They're they're copying what Andy's saying. They're copying what Fitz is saying because they're hearing audios as I'm driving. And I'm talking to my kids about this stuff and, and starting to dream out loud with them. And pretty soon my dream started expanding to maybe going on one of those trips, right? These are these are trips I can't afford on my own. And I couldn't even, honestly, I couldn't dream enough to pay for my own trip, but I could dream to earn one, right? And so, um, so I started expanding and growing. And um, after a while, you just start getting better and just start figuring out, well, hey, maybe if I dial on Thursdays for the weekend, I could book some Thursdays so my Friday dial session isn't as stressful because if I have a bad dial session Friday, it's over. But now if I book some Thursday, well, Friday's not as bad. And just learning how to set yourself up for success, Right. And then I start figuring out how to make, maybe I can get out of work half an hour earlier. Uh, I can get one more appointment in. And maybe if I tell them it's give or take 30 minutes on my drive time, I can squeeze more in planning on one of four to cancel. So if I plan on one of four to cancel, I can just plan on overbooking a little bit. Right. And you just learn how to get more in in a short period of time. And, um, you know, pretty soon pass forward a couple of years later. OK, first of all, I was growing as a person. I met my beautiful wife, Teresia. And, um, and, and things were going great. And I just got to tell you, if I had met her six months earlier, it would have been a no go. I wasn't the man that she had needed at that time in her life, six months prior to meeting her. And that's what this business did for me is it just really grew me as an individual. So going through this struggle and this fight and just being focused. And I had people worried about me and I had people saying, you need to spend more time with your friends. I had friends criticizing me that I wasn't spending enough time with them. And I didn't care, man. My kids had to get out of that bedroom. And it got to the point where all of a sudden it went from me living in the basement to my parents moving out because they were going to go travel the, the country in, in a, in a, motor home for a year. Right. And they said, Adam, can you pick up the bills while we're gone? I said, absolutely. So now I'm, I'm, <laughs> I went from being dependent on them to being able to pay it back and pay it forward. And I paid the house payment, all the utilities, everything plus my car payment. And I proved to myself and my family, my kids like, man, I, I can do this. Right. Um, Fast forward a little bit more, got married. And it wasn't a few months in, I quit my day job and got full time. And I thought, it's it. That's the finish line. I won, right? But again, you guys, as we grow, you hit new struggles. And um, I was doing okay full time. I was writing okay business. I was, I was doing all right. And all of a sudden, man, right before the, the trip to Bamp, Canada, I was fired up on my first trip. We we're celebrating. We we're getting ready to leave for the trip week before our basement floods, there was a huge rainstorm. We had an uh, inappropriately installed window in the basement, filled up with water, burst, flooded the entire basement. Now my kids lost their bedroom again, right? Now we're cramming four kids in a bedroom upstairs because all our possessions in the entire basement, so half our house is out in the garage because we had to rip up all the carpet and tear up parts of the walls. So my basement's destroyed. I hadn't been smart enough to be banking more money, which Fitz taught me how to do, but I wasn't being smart enough to do it and um, so I had another problem, right? So I just kind of came back. Fitz had always taught us, how, taught us how to use a 13-week tracker. And I sat down and I looked at it. And I said, man, I need like I need like six grand to fix this basement. And I, I told Teresa, like, I can't be the guy putting in sheetrock. And I can't be the, I'm not going to be the guy putting in the carpet. I don't know that stuff. You're not going to like the outcome. Like, I need to go out and make money. I need to go out and produce and make this happen. And I did not know how to do it. I mean, I I was, I'd been equipped, but I, I wasn't sure. So I started just brainstorming, looking for a solution. And I looked at the 13 week tracker and then I started looking at the lead map and I started putting a plan together. I brought it to Grace and she liked it. I brought it to Fitz. I said, Fitz, what do you think? And he said, go for it. And so really the plan was, Hey, look, six hours away in Milwaukee, there's a ton of discount leads that have never been called. Maybe I should go camp out there for a weekend. Right. And see what I can do and I've got like 60 leads discount, went out for the weekend and I made enough money in one trip to Milwaukee to pay for that whole basement. And that was like, you picture a rubber band, right? That was my stretch, I had to be stretched. And I realized if I just do X amount of more appointments every week, I get X amount of dollars in my bank account. And after I went and we had that victory, we fixed the basement and my kids got the room back again, right, after we went through all that, I realized I don't have to go back right? I've been stretched and like, this is where I'm at. And um, Fitz was joking the other day, all of a sudden SEAL team rolled out. It's like, well, I had already hit it. <laughs> and I was sharing with people, look, I learned if I just did four more appointments a week, that's going to change my life. Unbelievable. You guys, if you just do a little bit more every week than what you're doing, it's going to change your entire situation. Cause you're going to be sitting on more, you'll get stood up more. You won't close some of them, but you're going to close more. And that's just exactly how it works. Um, and so we just haven't gone back. I mean, we keep fast-forwarding. We've had every trip since Banff, Canada. I'll never forget that first trip when we were in Canada. Um, I was sitting around hundreds of people that have been my heroes because i have been listening to the conference calls. And i have been on the trainings. And these are people that are my heroes I'd never met. I'm looking around, and there's no drama. There's, there's, there aren't people bickering. Everyone's smiling. This is a group of positive, winning people who are going out there and chasing their dreams and winning. And I turned to my wife, I said, I'm never going to miss another trip again. And and we never have. And I remember when we left, uh, we were going to leave. And there's another group going to the right. And she said, Adam, how come those, this is my wife, Teresa, how come those guys are going to the right? and We're going to the left. I said, well, those are the people that get to stay a couple extra days, get they hit the extension. And we did it. So we're going home. (laughs) She said, why didn't we hit the extension? I said, Baby, I hit this part-time. Come on, give me some credit. Give me some slag. I hit it part-time. And then she said, well, you're full-time now, right? (laughs) I said, yep, yep, that's right. she said, can you hit it now? And I said, well, I've been afraid to say it out loud, but I think I can hit it. And she said, well, that's our goal. And sure enough, I hit the Mediterranean trip, and I texted Teresa. I hit the trip, and her answer was, did you hit the extension? I said, nope, it's not time to celebrate yet. So we (laughs) we waited until I hit the extension, and um, we've hit every extension since. And, and you guys, that's just how it is. You just keep growing and moving forward and setting larger and larger goals. And now our dreams are so much bigger. Um, not only are we going on every Alliance trip, I just got back from a trip from Mexico. Um, I mean, and on this trip, it wasn't like we're packing sandwiches and, and trying to drive down there and save money. It's like we went ziplining, we went jet skiing, we went scuba, snuba, storkling. We storkling. Uh, they went swimming with dolphins. We explored caves. We're on ATVs. I mean, this was like... Whatever you want, we said to our stepson, whatever you want to do, we're going to do it. Like, what else do you want to do? And on the fly, we planned a snorkeling trip and learned how to, or a, a scuba diving trip. Learned how to scuba dive in a swimming pool. Then went out to the ocean and saw stingrays. And I remember under the water thinking, man, this was all worth it. Every every tear shed, every every struggle I went through, um, all the pain and, and the frustration and the crap I went through, all through it, it, it pushed me to put myself in this situation. And now you know, now we're looking at, at growing to the next level, just growing our business. We're looking at some, you know, some real estate investments and, and looking a way to pay it forward uh, with a non-for-profit uh, business that's looking to, to run some sober homes in the Twin Cities. And we've got the finances to be able to be a part of that. And um, it's just an exciting, it's just as we go, and as we grow ourselves as people, grow our skills, um, I'm gonna say you're gonna hit bigger problems when you grow as a person. But then you push through that bigger problem and now you're a bigger person in the end. And then the next thing's going to come, and it's going to be bigger again. And and when you just, if you just ignore that fear, ignore the warriors, ignore the people telling you you need to make time for them and and, and the crabs trying to pull you back into their bucket, push through that big problem you have and you're going to be a bigger person. And when you're a level nine person, a level seven problem isn't as big of a deal as it was when you were a level five. And um, I'm just, I'm just so grateful to be here. I've got uh, an amazing team that I get to work with every day. Um, I've, I've got a great mentor with Fitz, who I feel is, a, is an exceptional role model as a father and a husband um, that I try and follow. And I've got exceptional uh, mentor, Grace McGill, who's just always there for any kind of struggles I have, any day-to-day. Sometimes I'm literally calling her saying I suck on the phone. And she's like, it's not that bad. <laughs> and sometimes that's all we need. And I got my road dogs. I got I got Marty, Mike, and Joel. And we're always just there for each other. And I got other guys even out, outside the Fitz group that I'm texting. And I've just got this. I've got some of my best friends all over the country that are there to support us. And we just were living the life that I couldn't imagine eight years ago uh, when I was stuck in that basement. And, man, I tell you what, guys, I am fired up to see where we're going to be another eight years from now. Because if we look at where we are now, um, I can't imagine what it's going to be like. But I'm trying. I'm trying to put it down on paper. So, um I hope this was helpful. I hope for some of you who are going through a struggle today, just realize it's worth it. It's worth it. Go through it. Don't run from it. Just honor that struggle and honor that fight and scratch and claw and kick and push through it. And I'm telling you, it's worth it on the other end. So, um, with that, I'm let you get all back to your days. And we got dials to make. We got people to talk to and people to see. And I'm just, I love you guys all. And I'm just so grateful and thankful to be here today. So, Adam Johnson, I'm out. Woo!